0: Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Brad and we are continuing our devotional series reading through the scriptures in a year. Today we are going to take a look at uh, 2 Kings chapters 7 through 10. Chapter 7 we read of the lepers report that the Assyrian army has been defeated. God's defeat of the Assyrian army causing them to flee in haste, leaving behind all of their Uh, provisions and supplies fulfilling the promise made by the God's prophet, Elijah. Chapter 8 opens with Jehoram, king of Israel, restoring the Shunammite woman's land. Elisha predicts evil from Hazael, and Hazael murders Ben-Hadad, king of Assyria. Hazael becomes king of Syria. Jehoram, or Joram, reigns over Judah, and then Ahaziah replaces Joram as king of Judah. Chapter 9, Jehu is anointed king over Israel. Jehu assassinates Joram. Jehu assassinates Ahaziah. And Jezebel is killed. And finally in chapter 10, we read of the judgment upon the house of Ahab. Jehu destroys Baal worshipers and Jehoiah succeeds Jehu. And this morning, uh, we want to take a look at a couple of passages here in 2 Kings, but as well take a look back. At, uh, the book of 1 Kings because there is a um, a fulfilled prophecy or promise that was given to Elijah by God back in 1 Kings 19, 15-18. And we read there, And Yahweh said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and you will arrive and anoint Hazael king over Aram, and Jehu the son of Nimshi. You shall anoint king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Shaphat, of Abel Mahola, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. And it will be that the one who escapes from the sword of Hazael, Jehu shall put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu, Elisha shall put to death. Yet I will leave seven thousand in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal in every mouth that has not kissed him. We read here again. Um, 2 Kings 8, 12 and 13, we read that Hazael said, Why does my Lord weep? Then he said, Because I know the evil that you will do to the sons of Israel. Their, fortifi- their fortifications you will set on fire, and their young men you will kill with a sword, and their infants you will dash in pieces, and their pregnant women you will rip up. Then Hazael said, But what is your servant, who is but a dog, that he should do this great thing? And Elijah answered, Yahweh has shown me that you will be king over Syria. Here we see this promise again. This character Ahazael, he is an Assyrian uh, commander that is um, um, prophesied to take uh, rule as king over Assyria. And again, it clearly shows that God is sovereign over not just the kings of Judah and Israel, but God is king over every ruler that has ever ruled of any nation uh, on the earth even to this day. And he set Hazael up as ruler of Assyria. Um, 2 Kings 9, 1-3, uh, through 3, we read, now, the, now Elijah the prophet called one of the sons of the prophets and said to him, Gird up your loins and take this flask of oil in your hand and go to Ramoth-Gilead. And you will come there and look Therefore Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and you will come in and bid him arise from among his brothers, and you will cause him to come into an inner room. Then you will take the flask of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus says Yahweh, I have anointed you king over Israel. So open the door and flee and do not wait. And then again in 24, 25 of chapter 9, And Jehu drew his bow with his full strength and struck Joram between his arms, And the arrow went through his heart, and he crouched down in his chariot. Then Jehu said to Bidkar, his officer, Lift him up and cast him into the property of the field of Naboth, the Jezreelite. For I remember when you and I were riding together after Ahab, his father, that Yahweh lifted up this oracle against him, and Ahaz, the king of Judah, saw this and fled by the way of the garden house. And Jehu pursued him and said, Strike him down too in the chariot. So they struck him down at the ascent of Ger, which is at Iblium. But he fled to Megiddo and died there. Again, we see the sovereign judgment of God, but his, his setting up and tearing down of rulers, uh, again, not just of uh, uh, Judah and Israel, but, but, but every leader and every king of every nation. God uses evil men, evil kings, evil nations to bring about his perfect purposes as we see the fulfillment here in this section of 2 Kings, that which was told to Elijah uh, before he um, was taken up back in uh, the book of 1 Kings. And through it all, God has and continues to this day to keep for himself a people that has not bowed the knee to Baal. This remnant looked forward to the work of Jesus on the cross as the remnant today looks backward to the work of Jesus. Uh, Again, uh, this narrative was um, uh, told to Elisha as he defeated the prophets of Baal back in 1 Kings and he fled um, to the cave at uh, Horeb and Twice uh, responds that um, that he alone remained uh, kind of having his own personal pity party there before the Lord and uh, says that they seek his life and he's the only one that remains. And that's when the Lord reveals to him what will soon take place and that uh, there were things that God was doing that the prophet Elijah, the great prophet of Israel, did not know and that he had kept for himself 7,000 people in the midst of the sin And disobedience of Israel, God is keeping a people for himself. And he does that from the beginning, uh, from the fall of the garden, uh, even to today. He is keeping a people for himself.